This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hey listeners, it's Phil Mackey. We're talking Minnesota sports five days a week on Mackey and Jeb with Rami. Available on Apple, Spotify, the Score North app, or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you're tight on time today and you can only listen to one segment from today's show, here it is. You talk about an 18-19% rate of banging. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. One, two, three. It's Mackey and Judd with Rami. With Rami. Well, we've had, we have conversations with Jim Polat and our ownership group throughout the course of the offseason to talk about potential plan. I will tell you this, our ownership supported any baseball decision we thought would work best, and this was clearly one that we felt would have a significant impact on our club, and Jim Polat supported it right from the get-go. Swing and a drive, first pitch, it's 2 to nothing. the rain has come again. It's 10 days of Twins Talk on Matthew and Judd with Rami. Yeah. So that's that was Derek Falvey on MLB Network today talking about those cheap poll ads that greenlit a one hundred million dollar contract for Josh Donaldson. We sent Derek Wetmore down to Fort Myers. He has been part of our ten days of Twins Talk here on Mackie and Judd with Rami, and you can find near daily episodes of the Score North Twin Show on the Score North app, Apple or Spotify. And Derek today was Kenta Maeda Day. At Hammond Stadium, the Twins introduced Kenta Maeda to the media. What are some of the things you learned about the Twins? I was going to say uh, newest stud pitcher, but most people think he's just garbage and that <laughs> Gratterall is going to you know, haunt them like uh, David Ortiz did. But what did you learn about Kenta Maeda today? Yes, the next Dennis Eckersley, Brewster Gratterall. Uh, happy Kenta Maeda Day to all of you and all of your families. It was a big day in Fort Myers. Uh, he was introduced here. He spoke with the... Uh, us in the English-speaking media. He also did a separate session with the Japanese-speaking media, and he's a huge star in Japan. Uh, not I mean, quite to in, the sh- in fairness, Nishioka was a huge star in Japan, too, so I feel like they might need to raise their bar. Well, this- I don't know about that. I don't know if they're on the same comparison level because of the jump to Major League Baseball. Like there is, I, I spoke with a number of people who've covered um, Japanese baseball and specifically even Kenta Maeda. I spoke with them today that... that uh, I mean, this guy's a big deal. He's he's on the world stage in Major League Baseball, pitching for the Dodgers in the World Series. It gets a real source of pride. So I guess I don't know. I wasn't around to cover Nishioka, but I'm not sure that I would compare the two. Um, listen, this is a big addition for the Twins. It's a starting pitcher that adds not only depth, but quality, like top end of the rotation depth. If this goes to plan for Derek Falvey and the Twins, I talked to Falvey about him yesterday and about the pitch mix and about what was it that you liked so much about him? Why'd you, why'd you circle back on a trade that fell apart to push it across the finish line? He raved about Kenta's athleticism and his slider. He says it's one of the best sliders in baseball. So today was Kenta Maeda Day, but I'm really fascinated, guys, to see his first start in a Twins uniform. That's when I think we'll really get a taste for what this guy brings. Did he throw it all, or did he just show up, talk to the media, meet some fans, and you know, warm up a little bit? 
I don't think there were any uh, fans to greet. He did play catch a oh, little bit. I thought bit. I saw a picture of him signing autographs, no? Yeah. You, okay. Sorry, I, right. I misspoke. It's, it that, wasn't was La- like... that was Lavelle. Just... <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people have confused those two in the past and will again in the future. Um, he, he got loose, basically, Rami. It wasn't a big workout day for him. I talked to Rocco Baldelli afterwards in sort of the group session. And listen, it's... It's Camp Rocco, man. He was he wants to get people in, he wants to get them comfortable. <laughs> if he wants to if he wants to stretch and get loose and throw and work up a little sweat, then great, more power to him. But Rocco said, let's get him comfortable first, get him familiar with his surroundings, meet his teammates, and he'll get going tomorrow. I think he's scheduled, guys. I heard from a couple of people, even though it's not officially posted yet. I think Maeda's gonna throw his first twins bullpen tomorrow. Breaking news right there, Wetmore, is that what that was? Big yeah, I don't have a news. sounder over here, but yeah, I mean that's that uh, really stop good. the presses. I, th- I think you sufficed right there. <laughs> Thanks, condescending Judd. What was the? Uh, I'm not done yet. What was <laughs> the reaction at, uh, to to the events of the day that I, that took place? I believe in West Palm Beach. What was the Twins' sort of overall reaction to an Astros press conference that was supposed to be an apology and came off more like a disaster? Yeah, Judd, I was talking with Phil about this earlier. We posted a uh, Twins show on the feed earlier today. So, cheap plug, Twins fans, if you want to go listen to that, it's a great, great episode, and Phil was there too. And the uh, thing that I shared with you, I'm sorry, I had to. The thing that I shared with him was that, like, and you know this, Judd, and it's the same in spring training as it's been in Mankato for training camps in years past and now in Egan. You just get in this bubble when you're down here. Truth be told, the Astros story like around the grounds here today was not the, the dominating thing. It was Kenta Maeda Day uh, in all caps. I I saw it because I was running around Twitter like I often do, and, and then I said I chatted with Phil about it, but it's not... It wasn't something that ruled the day here in Fort Myers at Twin Spring Training. At least that was my perception from talking to a bunch of people around the team. Uh, this is I have not heard this soundbite yet, but I love the way it's labeled in our system here by Jonathan Andor Declan. This is Derek Falvey on MLB Network earlier today talking about how the Twins can go about getting better legally. I think it's, it starts certainly with the way we operate and the way we operate throughout our baseball operation and what we believe our culture to represent. And, and that's been my focus from the get-go. I know that's Rocco's focus. In light of more recent information and what we've all learned in, the, in this industry, we have to be more direct and, and certainly make sure that we are uh, managing what we can manage on our end. Our focus is obviously the Minnesota Twins, but I can tell you that Rocco and I in particular and Thad as well, we all feel really, uh, we feel the way we go about it is really important and we're going to pay very close attention to that. So with with that said, and with the uncomfortable Astros media sessions this morning, I know Marwin Gonzalez came out and he was the first position player to show some level of remorse, but is that just sort of it for Marwin Gonzalez now? That, all right, he said what he said, and now everyone gets to move forward? Or is there another wave of, of questions, especially after the Astros botched all of this this morning? No, I don't think it's the end of it. I think there are two more things that have to happen. And, and look, it's just me, outside observer, so take this for whatever it's worth. But I think Marwin needs to address his teammates. He's, he's now current teammates with... Guys that the Astros beat in the 2017 World Series. Yeah. That's a big deal. Kenta Maeda was on that Dodgers team. Gave up a home run to, I think it was Jose Altuve. Uh, Rich Hill was on that Dodgers team. You're telling me he doesn't care about that World Series? And hey, bygones be bygones. Let's it, let it be water under the bridge. Look, all three of those guys, if the Twins want to get to where they're going in 2020, they're going to be a big part of the team. At least that's how I see it. 
I don't know that everyone needs to be kumbaya and best friends and going out for drinks on road trips. Like, you don't have to be best friends with everybody, but I do think you have to have a respectful working environment where everybody can at least get along to try to accomplish the same goal. Um, the other thing that I think needs to come out of this is, like, the Twins need to – I don't know the right way to put this, but they need to sort of expel the doubt that we have in our minds right now naturally as skeptical people who think right now that Major League Baseball has not earned any benefit of the doubt. They need to erase this concern that they possibly cheated last year, right? Marwin Gonzalez was with the Astros in 2000. Uh, 17, 18. They're coming for Marwin. Sounds like they guess. They're coming for Marwin. <laughs> oh, did you guys hear the siren in that? Yeah. I'm looking out on Six Mile Cypress, and uh, somebody just flew by. Hopefully everybody's okay. Uh, the other thing that needs to happen, though, is like we need to know that the Twins didn't do this in 2019. We need to know that their offensive breakout was legitimate, and it was a product of all the things that we've talked about in the past. James Rousen is a hitting genius. Rocco Baldelli, rest and recovery. Nelson Cruz coming to town. Young players emerging into their mid-20s and just finally breaking through, delivering on all that promise we'd seen for years. If if all of that stuff is is truthful and well-earned, then awesome. The Twins are a great story, and they will continue to be in 2020. But I think that's sort of the final domino here, Phil, is it, it just needs to be um, convincing that, no, there was... Not only do we not stand for funny business now and going into the into the future, there were no shenanigans here in 2020. It was a legitimate offensive breakout on a club that won 101 games. I can I can see why the Twins have have maybe a little bit more to prove on their plate than some other teams around there because of the offensive season that they had last year and because they had a major player in that whole cheating scandal in Marlon Gonzalez on their roster now. But isn't that really a task for Major League Baseball now, Derek? Because the way that the fact that Rob Manfred still has a job despite his handling of this whole thing that says to me that the 29 other owners have basically given a mandate and approval of the way that he's handled it and that makes me wonder how many of those teams have something to hide too and that's why they approve of the yeah. way this whole thing was handled. Yeah, it's a scary and unsettling thought, Rami, but you're you're not wrong to think it. I, I don't think you're alone in thinking it either. Um, it, Rob Manfred looks bad today despite having no real part in this, <laughs> maybe because of having no real part in this. Um, Jim Crane looks bad today, of course, the owner of the Astros. Uh, boy, I do wonder sort of what's next. And, and as I talked with Phil on the Twin Show, Rob Manfred's legacy over the next 12 to 24 months, 100% is on the line. Not only is this cheating scandal on his hands, but he also has to deal with this labor strife that's definitely coming down the pike. And there's the professional baseball agreement between the major leagues and the affiliated minor league teams that uh, they're they're threatening to, for lack of a better term, blow up right now. Those three things are major, major stories in the sport. And he wants us talking about possible playoff realignment. Swing and a drive. First pitch. It's two to nothing. The rain has come again. It's 10 days of Twins Talk. Judd with Rami. Thank you, Derek. Good stuff today. Thanks, guys. You can find Derek Wetmore's How work. How red are you? Dude, not yet. Somebody just put it on Twitter. I put a Twins Minute up there. Go check for yourself. No, I saw, I, saw I, but I couldn't tell. You were kind of in the shadows. I can't tell. You look fantastic, I Derek. I can't tell the <laughs> I think you look great. That you Thank are. you, John. I <laughs> think I'm reading from a statement here. You look fantastic. <laughs> I think you're doing a great job. You're not. Rami. I can tell you're not as white as the T-shirt you're wearing. So you, you have, you, you've gained some colors. All I have there. to say to that is just wait. It's early here in Fort Myers. <laughs>
<laughs> only Derek. takes one afternoon, guys. That yeah. is Derek Wetmore, brought to you by SPF 7500. <laughs> you can find Derek's work on scorenorth.com and the Score North Twin Show, Apple, Spotify, and the Score North app. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy 5 or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.